Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us on the Dr. Whisperer podcast. Today, you're in for a real treat. I had the great opportunity of interviewing a physician located in New York, my my hometown, Dr. Mudgill. He is a dermatologist and also a pathologist who has offices in Long Island and in New York City on Fifth Avenue. I highly recommend that you check him out. Not only is he a great physician, but really understands the power behind branding. And it's consistent through his personality and his website and his office through his social media. You'll find that he has close to 60,000 followers on Instagram, which isn't as impressive as his humble ability to connect with other humans. And I'm sure a lot of that stems from his upbringing because I did get the great opportunity of listening to his podcast which you should also check out. Um, just, you know, Google Dr. Mudgill, New York, and you'll find him. So enjoy the interview. I hope you don't mind that there's a few technical glitches, but just like with all the podcasts, I don't edit them. I just put it out there because this is like real life, okay? So thanks again, and I hope you do check out Dr. Mudgill. He really is awesome, and I really enjoyed this. I hope you do too. Have a great day, everybody. Hello, Dr. Mudgill. Hey, Sharon. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you perfectly. Okay, this perfect. wonderful Anchor app is like the bomb. Yeah, actually, I when I was originally launching my podcast, I looked into this. Well, um, you're going to want to. I'm going to tell you off this podcast one day about how good it is. <laughs> yeah, you really should. It's really fantastic. But I'm so happy. I know that you're very busy. I've been completely down your rabbit hole looking at your website and everything else. And Sharon? Hello? Hey, hey oh, sorry, sorry, I just lost you. For, you kind of tuned out for like five seconds there. That's all right, because my phone was ringing. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> that yeah, is got, the one you. thing. <laughs> when you said you were looking at my website, that's when it cut out. Well, cool. So I found you while I was riding my bicycle here in Tampa Bay, Florida, um, through the Christmas vacation, you were on Gary V's podcast and I immediately followed you on Instagram and was like, wow, this guy is really doing it. And because I, um, I consult for doctors, you are a rare breed <laughs> that is really doing this right. So congratulations to you. Thank you. Yeah, we're trying. I actually have one of my Media guys, one of the members of the Mudgill Media Mafia, riding in the backseat of my car with me right now. Hello. Oh, I love it. Hey. Oh, my God. That's so awesome. I love this. Yeah, we're actually, I'm on my way. I was in the city, my New York City office this morning seeing patients, and I'm actually headed back to my Long Island office to see patients this evening. So that's so where I grew up. Where in Long Island? My office is in Hicksville. Um, okay. I actually, I grew up in Rockwell Center, Oceanside area. Get out of here. I grew up in East Rockaway. Oh, yeah, cool, right there, very That's close so by. That's so funny. I'm probably older than you. When did you graduate high school? 93. Yes, I graduated in 90, so I'm your yes. elder. We're about the same <laughs> So I have so many questions. Um, so I know that you have this media team. I love the name of it. That's so smart. Thank you. Um, I, I want to know when you decided. Like, did you find Gary V first and then yeah, start thinking about it? Yeah, go ahead. It's kind of like a long story. So 
I opened my office up about a decade ago in Manhattan and I was living in the city at the time. And I was like literally just basically living in my office. I built it from scratch, had no patience at all when I started. And, you know, over the course of years, it started to become a very busy, fairly well-known practice in Manhattan. I'm on Lower Fifth Avenue. And like, just because of where I am and my practice, I have like a bunch of celebrity patients. It's kind of has grown like over the course of years. And then when my third child was born, we moved out to Long Island and uh, I was coming to the city. I'm also a pathologist. So I was also working as a full-time dramatic pathologist. I have my own lab and I was also reading slides for a big group in Long Island. So I was doing like just a lot of stuff. And when we moved out to Long Island, I was coming into the city. At that point, my practice was very busy. So I would come into the office two or three times a week and see patients. And the rest of the time I do pathology uh, from my home in Long Island. Mm -hmm. And then I guess like, you know, couple of years went by and I started I started feeling like I didn't have my finger on the pulse of my city office as much not so much in terms of patient care and like the quality of the care we provided but just in terms of like the staff and you know mm. I had a PA that I hired who was seeing a lot of the patients and I was just kind of directing a lot of the patient care I was seeing a lot of patients also but slowly just like there's a lot of staff turnover and a lot of and a lot of just inter-staff issues and I had also opened an office in Long Island some couple of years after I moved out there. So I was kind of managing two staffs. And then finally, like, for lack of a better phrase, the shit kind of hit the fan yeah. at some point mm -hmm. like, late last year, where I was really having like a lot of like staffing issues and it was becoming very stressful managing both offices. And I like really just took like a deep look within. I was like, something has got to be wrong. Something has to give here. Right. And I got to figure out what it is. And Around that time, I started kind of, I was never very active on social media. In fact, my my last post before, like, I haven't missed a day in, like, the last, like, couple hundred days. Yeah, I've seen. Um, Good I post job. every day. But mm -hmm. like, before that, my, my last post was, like, from the years before on Instagram. Right. Like, I maybe had, like, 10 or 15 Instagram posts before I started this. But I was, you know, I always felt like there was so much more to me than just being a dermatologist. Like, I, I had an incredible fitness transformation. I... I'm, I'm like, I'm someone who's like a big believer in that anyone can do anything as long as you hustle and really put the work in. Sure. And there's been like several manifestations of that in my life, you know, like my job, um, fitness, you know, just other stuff. And I was having dinner with like a friend of mine who is a pretty successful entrepreneur. And I was like talking to him. This was in October of 2017. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to him and saying, hey, man, like, you know. I, I, I was having like the itch to kind of build more of a personal brand, you know, kind of like right. to be like a sort of a more. Like you wanted to speak mind. maybe and do some things off of just seeing patients every day. Right. And you not knew. even in dermatology. Right. I wanted to kind of be like a edgier, fresher right. Dr. Oz kind of mm -hmm. personality. You know? mm -hmm. And I was explaining to my friend that, Hey, this is like kind of like what I'm thinking about. And you know, having all these problems in my office, like with staffing stuff, and I'm having a really hard time motivating people and, you know, getting people to really kind of hustle and grind. And he said, hey, man, read these five books. Mm -hmm. And one of the books was Gary Vee's Crushing It. Wow. And I read it. I literally, I devoured those five books in like two, two, two and a half weeks. Yeah. And I went back to him. I was like, give me some more books. And he's, <laughs> and he's like, dude, you didn't, did you read the other books I sent you? I was like, yeah, I'm done with those already. Like, you know, I need some more. And then he really turned me on to Gary Vee. You mm. know? And then I started realizing that I'm not using social media at all. And I, I'm a bit, I was a big consumer of social media. Sure. Like I loved going on Instagram. Mm -hmm. But part of it was like, you know, you're kind of self-conscious, like putting your story out there. And, oh, yeah. What are people going to think? Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. And Especially with a so, physician. I mean, right, this is totally. what my docs say all the time. Like, 
I don't really want to promote myself. You know, that's not my style. We we're here to help people. We're not here to talk about how great we are. So I totally get it. Totally. And that's exactly where my headspace was. And I was, uh, I, I knew I needed some help like with some social media stuff. So I actually reached out to, well, I, I actually started this. I decided I'm going to start posting on social media more. So I was with my kids and my wife. We were on vacation in Miami. It was like Passover break, you know, it was like uh, Easter time mm-hmm. of 2018. So like, you know, beginning of April or around then. And I decided that I'm going to just start posting on Instagram every day. So every day I've posted something and it started out with just kind of like lame stuff. Well, not lame stuff, <laughs> but like, you know, just the typical stuff, like mm-hmm. the picture of what sunscreens I'm using or like, you know, like a nice picture of my family with like a caption. Sure. And I was doing, the, and then I started putting videos together of like procedures I was performing. So I'd have like some of my staff video and I was, just, I was doing all the editing on my own. And like literally spending hours and hours and hours doing it, like coming up with posts. And I started. I'm losing you a little bit. Hang on a sec. I think we got into a bad area. I'm pretty, I can hear you fine. Oh, there you go. I mean, yeah. Okay. So then I I would have my trainer like take like, you know, video of me working out and I like chop together a video of that and stuff. And, and at that point I realized I needed like a social, I needed some help with social media stuff. So I actually reached out to VaynerMedia as naive as I was, I didn't, I was like, I sent them an email. I was like, Hey, I need help. Like, uh, I was thinking in my head, I would hire them as like a, maybe a social media company. Needless to say, like right. they only deal with like fortune 100, fortune 500 companies, <laughs> right. but, but they right. said, Hey, we got this thing called the digital deep dive, which this, mm-hmm. th- my friend had actually gone to as well. He had actually gone there twice. And, uh, so I signed up for it. It's like a 10,000 buck. 10,000. Yeah. Oh, I'm all over it. Mm-hmm. And you, sp- you spend the day with Gary Vee and his team. And, um, you know, so we're kind of, you know, you meet, you meet the other folks that are there. So it's basically eight entrepreneurs at a time and they kind of vet you before they accept you into it. Just want to make sure they're a good fit. And it's mutually mm-hmm. uh, beneficial to all parties involved. And like the night before, it's kind of like, it's a sort of just like a happy hour. You have some beers, you're just talking, eating, you know, some appetizers, kind of getting to know everybody. And Nick, who's the Gary V's, he's one of like, you know, Gary V's people who's there, who's kind of organizes these events. You know, he's going, he goes, he knows a little bit about you because he started, you know, they they interview you and they talk to you and they check out your Instagram. So he said to me, he's like, deep no, dive you. Yeah. Right. So he said to me like that night, he's like, you know, like, what do you want to do? Like, you know, like, what is your goal? And I would always joke with other people when I would talk to them. I said, like, yeah, I want to be like the Indian Tony Robbins, you know, like that was right. like, like, you know, so like someone who can motivate people to like really extract the very best out of everything that they do, you know, like right. coast through life when you can like, you know, give it your maximal effort and, you know, really, feel great about what you're doing, right? Rather than just kind of like just coasting by. So the day of the, the digital deep dive, Gary comes in for an hour and you go around the room and like, you know, so that's what's captured on that podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. When Gary's in the room. And, you know, it's it's like, it's almost like you're starstruck because he's there, like you've read all his books and, you know, and that you, sure. you're kind of nervous, you know, like, because yeah. he's somebody you kind of look up to. So, it's funny because like listening back, I'd actually, I, I was there and I listened to everything that he said, but listening to the podcast, I was almost like hearing it again for like the first time because, you know, like I'm thinking, he's asked me this question. I'm like, oh shit, Gary, he's asked me this question. I better think of something, <laughs> right. something good to say, you know, but um, so one of the things that he said was, you need to hire a videographer yesterday. So that next day I put an ad on Craigslist and wow. I hired a And then we started, you know, I just, we started like, you know, filming some stuff. Now I'm much more comfortable. So I have someone kind of with mm-hmm. me all the time. 
I would just film like just the, my, the nuances of my oh, day. Oh, I think it's know? great. And one of the things that Gary always said was like, your life is boring to you because you're living it. But like, if, you know, like I'm fascinated by all the stupid shit that other people do. <laughs> exactly. You know? And like, you know, people, this, you know, it's got to be interesting to somebody. But the main purpose of this all is to like, you know, really show a side to myself, which my patients love too. You know, you're seeing a side of me that like, you know, and the way I am, like, on my Instagram posts and right. stuff is the way mm-hmm. I am. You can you know? tell. So your patients feel like they know you. Mm-hmm. And if they don't see you, like, if they're seeing you for the first time and they're on your Instagram before, they kind of know what they're getting into, you know? It's like it's not as intimidating or scary seeing the doctor, mm-hmm. you know? Or, like, yeah, a lot of my patients now will talk to me about, like, lifestyle stuff or diet or nu- nutrition, like, all the things that interest oh, me. Oh, no, it's, and it's, it's, been, it's fantastic. Been awesome. And I, I was so excited because this is actually what I – I recommend to all my physicians. I don't typically work with a physician that's just, you know, in a managed care practice and is collecting insurance. It's usually like a loss or, you know, plastic surgery, the things that, you know, you're doing in your practice, like pool sculpting and, um, you know, just being innovative and, right. and, and not um, staying stuck in a box. And it's so difficult. I know that exactly what you were thinking is exactly what all of them are thinking. They all think they're going to say something different to me. And I'm like, yep, I know. You don't want to go on TV. You don't want to be in front of a camera. You don't want to do this. But people yeah. are so fascinated. And you've been able to really um, capture what you do and, and make it cool, which is what they need to do. You know, it can't just be a sale because that's what is the downfall I feel like of most um, physician practices is they're always trying to push like, you know, we're having a cool sculpting event, you know, <laughs> buy one, get one right. free. <laughs> and, um, and, and people want value and yeah. that's what you're giving them. You're giving them a tremendous amount of value. So that's awesome. I'm so, um, I was so impressed. Like, cause I really haven't found a doctor yet. <laughs> like I got to find somebody that's really doing it right. And I, I knew it was going to come somehow through um, listening to Gary Vee because I'm completely obsessed. I got to meet him last year. I didn't do the digital deep dive, but he came to oh, Tampa cool. Bay. And uh, I have a friend here that used to work for him. So she hooked me up with a, a nice little meet and greet, which oh, is great. Awesome. It was quick, but it was memorable. Like oh, I have the awesome. sneakers, the whole thing. Hustle is the most important word ever. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we're all so. in, which is great. He's done yeah, a tremendous yeah. amount for all of us. Yeah. Um, but I want to touch on a few things totally. uh, with you. Your the podcast yeah. with your mom, like yeah. killer. Oh, like yeah. I was crying I <laughs> through most of it. I'm like, who is this guy? And what what is it? Oh. You know, I was I, I was actually two, and you know, I, we had to stop the podcast about three times yeah. because I was I like, bet. Because I, my first podcast, but because I have a media company too, all thanks to Gary Vee's influence. Um, called 13th Avenue Media. And uh, my first podcast, I interviewed my parents. They didn't even know. I was like, I like to like show up on people and just start recording it and make it a podcast. I've done it to my husband in Vegas. And um, <laughs> just just so we keep it really real and authentic where there's no like, I don't want anybody to script anything yeah. because that's just not life. Um, and people want to hear this. Right, they don't totally. care if we get cut off or that I can hear the car in the background. And if they do, then, you know, they can go listen to something else. That's right. great. Not that we want you not to listen, our lovely audience. <laughs> but um, but that was showing that right. real side of you, which is, you know, I have the great advantage that I know my doctors really well that I work with. And I know what amazing human beings they are, but not everybody gets to know that. And that's why I like to really put them out on a platform as much as possible because they do, they need to see that, you know, 
one of my docs, you know, he grew up in Guatemala and he moved to Chicago with nothing, with his sisters and, you know, has created this unbelievable practice for himself here in Tampa Bay. And that's the story with so many of them. And, um, and when people get to hear that human right. side, it's really, it's magical, really. And then people start coming, right? So let's get to, um, so you have like over 54,000 followers on Instagram. That's amazing. So how did that happen? Because I am of the same mindset as Gary is. Like, it really doesn't matter how many people are following you, but it is impressive that you have that many. Right. It just matters who is following you. So how yeah. did that explode? So I'll tell you, like, um, so initially, I had a lot of growth initially. And, you know, not knowing what to do. This was before I met Gary Vee. Some of my patients mm -hmm. work in media or they work for, like, they're, like, the media person for, like, mm -hmm. Chanel or Louis Vuitton or, like, you know, mm -hmm. some other, like, a fashion brand. And so they recommended all these, like, social right. media services initially. Um, they, you know, use this and they'll help grow your following. So they just sure. I was really naive, to be mm -hmm. honest with you. And I actually... I, I was like, okay, cool. Let me try that out. You know, I said, you pay whatever, 50 bucks a month, whatever it is, you know? And like, they like, it's like all these like weird mm -hmm. paradigms that they use, but it ended up being just like all total, like just, bull I, was, I was like following right. all these bullshit accounts and like crap and like all this. And I, you know, it just was so unauthentic. So I literally just started focusing on, so I stopped all that stuff, you know? So in the beginning I got like some growth because mm -hmm. of that, to be honest. Um, but it wasn't like good. It wasn't. Well, that's, you know, and I good, appreciate you, you know? saying that because really it, you can, well, maybe you can't imagine, but for me, right? Like I've been marketing and, and growing practices for so long. And so it's easy for me to understand that, you know, it takes a long time and, you know, the different nuances of social media and how long it takes to establish. My physicians really, they don't have any idea, right? Like they, they just think that if you have 54,000 followers, then that's it, you know, your, your practice is gonna blow up, but that's typically not how it happens, right? Like totally. people fall in love with you. Yeah, yeah and in fact, Go ahead. right. In fact, I'll tell you, so, and there's a lot of these like social media marketing companies geared sure. just towards doctors. Yes, like, oh, hey, I know them. You know, yeah. we're like, whatever, yeah. or the doctor, whatever. The doctor whisperer, no, I'm kidding. Like <laughs> no, I do, I you do. You know what I'm saying? Like. Uh, so, so then I was like, you know what? I was like, forget it. I was like, that's all like, cr right. it's just garbage. So I'm just going to focus on making like the right. sickest Thank content you. out there. Like the best content of any doctor. That's like our goal. Or, you know, like really engaging content. And I can tell you, even though I have so many followers, I don't I probably only a handful of patients come from my Instagram now. Because a lot of my patients don't mm -hmm. even follow me on Instagram. You know, and I'm like, oh, it's like, uh, if I see them, I'm like, hey, do you follow us on Instagram? They'll ask me a question, which I address on Instagram. Like, you know, whatever, my anti-aging strategy or PRP or something like that, something that I do. And they're like, oh my God, like, this is amazing. Your Instagram is like awesome. We have all these like, cool videos and stuff, you know? Um, so it really, I don't think it's necessarily, it doesn't correlate yet, but sure. it's also too soon. I've only been doing this since April, like hardcore and really, really hardcore since June where we're actually like posting a cool video. And, you know, now my patients that a lot of them are following me and they're like, so, you know, on a holiday party, I got a suite at the Barclays Center. We went to the Nets game and like we videoed it. Or we made like a cool little video out of it. Like sure. patients love that, you know? Like it's like, oh, this is awesome. Everyone's hanging out, having a good time. They see a side of you. And like, you know, it really just makes everyone I feel a so part great. of it. I think it's so great. Like, you know. Well, you've problems, also, you know? so if I may give you some compliments, um, just about a lot of the things that I can tell by looking at you online that you've done right. 
so and of course I'm I want to know how, I want to know how you knew to do this but let's wait so the first thing I do like if a new doc calls me right on the phone and I'm driving I can be at a traffic light look them up online and be like oh my god you need help from like you know ground zero you know like it's not even optimized for mobile it looks terrible there's no clean lines <laughs> and I looked at your site and yeah. I thought wow you know it's beautiful it's easy to read um, you obviously put a lot of time and effort into how your office looks as well because like if you want to have like a beautiful brand everything has to be consistent across the board right so you've done that with your website with your office i heard your podcast with your architects of course i was like this guy so how did you know <laughs> to do all of that because you know if if i could think of the greatest scenario for me which you know i do get to speak at conferences and and help you know practice administrators and such um i know that if i was able to teach it in medical school right because you guys don't get that you don't you know, there's already so much that you have to learn. There's no way that we would even expect you to be killing it in business. And not everybody's going to be um, as indulgent as you were in reading all those business books, because that's what ultimately got the spark going, right? So what was it like that you said, I'm just going to do this right from the get? Like, was there an influence in your life or did you have a consultant? Um, I love it. No, zero. Yeah, I'm like kind of obsessed with the profession in every aspect of my life. So I knew like when I got my architect, when I had this architecture firm that helped me do my office on Long Island, I literally said, listen, I want this to be the MoMA of doctor's offices. Like that's what we're going to do. So we looked at yeah. a bunch of buildings and any building I looked at, I knew I was going to gut it down to the studs and rebuild it back up. You know, that was my plan from the get go to make it mine, you know, and um you know, by, like, I don't know if you saw that core values video I had on Instagram, but, but my core values, which is one of the things I actually was always something that guided me in life, but I really was able to define when after reading like one of these business development books was like, you know, my core values are care, compassion, integrity, accountability, and attention to detail. Right. So, and that's like literally been what I've been about since med school. And the attention to detail is the part like, yeah, you can have like this be a cosmetic right. doctor or, you know, have this great yeah. practice, but if your office looks like shit, you know, and that's not why I did it. I did it because I'm obsessed with cleanliness and, you know, like, Oh, absolutely. Like and I know cool, there's, clean, modern there's other, look. I'm sorry you know, to interrupt, but I, I wanted to make sure to get this point I across. I know a lot of doctors that are like that, but then they, then they start practicing and, and every, you know how it goes with humans, right? It's like the turnover is like unbelievable. And, you know, yeah. a doctor okay. or a dentist or whoever might be hiring and they don't really have a background in hiring and there's no due diligence done and there's no hospitality and healthcare. And before you know it, they're just, you know, working because like they've spent all this money on this equipment and, you know, you have to make a living. So I think that you making right. that decision, right, that you were just going to go all in yeah. and do it right from the beginning has really probably saved you. I'm going to say 20 plus years of stress. Cause that's, you know, I might go into a practice today. I'm like, I tell my docs, just envision me with like a huge broom and I'm just going to sweep away the mess, you know, <laughs> and we're going to have to start from scratch together, but you've started off like really, really right. well. So I'm really impressed with that. Sure. Well, I can't tell you there haven't been a lot of bumps, you know, like I staff it the to hardest. me. And then, you know, I'm sure you can relate to this. It's like literally the hardest problem. It's a really hard. Yes. People that have share your vision, you know, and when you have someone that's, oh, vision, yes, like, give them whatever they want. Do, like, yes. 
just one, hold on 100 percent like, you know i started to see that yeah, i used to run new york medical 13 well many more years ago than that um actually when i lived in new york and we had 11 offices and 42 satellite offices and our biggest problem was always staff so i i know that that translates across the board to everybody it's always the humans that are inside and of course just like you know i've heard gary v say that nobody's going to buy in as much as you because you own it it's your baby but if people really cared right. and were involved and um yeah. you know really had some type of input into how things translate to make the practice be the best that it can be like you taking them to the barclay center hello <laughs> like i buy in you know but um it's great to hear that from you because yeah. i think that you're going to do a lot of um, wonderful service to a lot of my docs that I'm going to share this podcast with, because that's what I do. Like, I think everybody should be collaborating. I think that, um, you know, when, because there's not a lot like you, right? But I do, I have like a team of docs. One is in Houston and there's a few here in Tampa Bay. I got one in New York. She's between Park and Madison. Um, she does integrative medicine. And um, I, I just think that everybody should be collaborating. And your ideas are certainly going to help. And I'm losing you again. You could probably hear me. But I'm going to walk around again. You know what? I'm going to call you right back. Are you there? Hey, Sharon. About that? <laughs> you got to love technology, right? Yeah. We're so back. I love that. You have these uh, core values are, are really incredible. Um, and the team that you have now, would you, do you feel like that is something that maybe you could have invested more time in or um, yeah, did you so ever use I, a recruiter? I did. I really was, it wasn't good. Like when I'd used a recruiter in the past, you know, cause I've, I, I felt like the motive of the recruiter was just to play somebody a lot of times. Sure. Yeah, sure. The person I got was like, fine, but there was just like a body and, you know, mm -hmm. really what I find is the most important thing. And this is actually something I started doing now. Today is my first day. I was, I was going to the city Wednesdays and Fridays, but I think just me being there mm -hmm. is important, you know? Absolutely. I can, so I can interact with the staff and like, you know, we can joke around and, you know, we can see patients together, but, you know, I'm just there. Like, it's like a part of, it's like, it's my office, my name on the door. And what had happened a lot in the past was I had like a PA and I had another doctor and I wasn't really there that much. And I kind of lost control of my staff in the sense that they didn't know who was driving the ship, you know, like it was right. like, there was just too, like, I wasn't there enough. The people that were there more, but weren't running anything were actually overseeing the staff, right? Because they were physically there more. So now like what I'm doing is like, I'm going to the city Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. And then I, I'm, I'm coming back to Long Island on Mondays to see patients in my Long Island office. I'm pretty much always in my Long Island office because I read my pathology and I'm there. So even though I'm not physically seeing patients, I see patients two days a week in Long Island. I'm there still and all my meetings in my Long Island office. So like in both places, I think it's just going to add to so much more cohesiveness to A, like what my vision for my office is, sure. um, but B, for the investment that I have in my staff. You know, like, hey, I'm here for you guys. Like, you know, let's do this. I think together. it's great. Well, I We're tell that to my together, docs, you know? too, you know, especially when you and, grow and you open multiple locations. And that's really when the problems start to happen. You have to really because you are the magic. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are the magic. 
you are the one that um, yeah. has, has built something and grown it. And if they don't see you and if they don't touch upon that, they're not going to, they're not, they're just going to lose touch with what the vision really is. So I think that's great that you did that. So important. It's so true. Yeah. Sharon, I'll tell you, I yes. just finished this great book mm-hmm. by this guy. I'm sure you're familiar with David Meltzer, Connected to Goodness. So there's like one stage of like your sort of, the sort of like the evolution of success where I didn't come from much growing up. I was from a single family household. My mom was a government doctor. Like, you know, she didn't make much money. Like our first, when we went to Disney World from Long mm-hmm. Island, like, right. you know, when everyone goes to Disney, we right. took a you bus. You grew up like I we took did. a bus to Disney, you know? <laughs> right. So, I mean, sure. I, was, I was a kid, but I didn't know any better. But, like, you know, like looking back, it's like, oh, wow. You know, like, it was – not that it was rough. I had a great life and, you know, a great childhood and everything. But it wasn't like, you know, I didn't come from means. It's not like, sure. you know, like I, I had a silver spoon in my mouth by any means. <laughs> um, so when I, like, started – getting like quote-unquote successful there's like a stage in david's book where he he calls it the arriver stage like where you're kind of have some money in your pocket and like you know you start to like you know wow wow like i can do this i can do that like you know there was a point (laughs) where i had like Mm -hmm. a bentley and a ferrari and like all these other cars i was playing golf all the time and this was before things like you know the year or so when things started to kind of fall apart around me and, and also, to be honest, like, during yeah. that time, I was really just personally unfulfilled. Like, I was like, oh, this is cool. I mean, for me, right. it was like, holy shit, I can, buy, I can buy this, I can do this. Like, I was like, wow, this is like the life I've never dreamed of having. And then I was like living this life, and I was like, this sucks. You know, like, yes. my happy place mm-hmm. is hustling, like, grinding. And now, like, I, like it's, I feel like I'm working super hard. Like, you know, I put so much time into all the media stuff that I'm doing probably 40 to 50 hours a week. Um, but I love it. I'm seeing patients all the time now. Like it's my office. I have less staff, less like doctors. And I don't have a PA in my city office. Anymore, oh, I bet. Which has mm-hmm. literally been the best thing that's mm-hmm. ever happened to me because I'm, I'm there. I've had like my best months the last few months where it was just me. And like, it's just, I like think like I'm hustling and that's things are falling into place because of it. And like, you know, it kind of took, like reaching, like I could have coasted, I guess, at that whatever arriver stage, but it was just, yeah. it was so, uh, well, I, I was empty, you know? Like, me yes. is like the hustle. Well, you're the part of it. Like, yeah, I love this, and your adversity, you know? I mean, I've always said this, you know, like, my uh, adversity is my greatest asset. And once you, I mean, I went through a similar stage just last year where, you know, I was working with um, these really, really successful doctors. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I have this great access, right? Because of what I get to do for a living. And I started going to all these events and I'm wearing like this beautiful Italian right. fashion. And one day I was just like, who am I? Like, what is happening to me? Like, this isn't even me. Like, I just want to be happy and I want to help people, which has always been what I've wanted to do. So the fact that you've, you've touched back into that part of, uh, of why you do what you love is why, you know, it's just blowing up. And I think that because you've remained humble throughout, right? I mean, you, you listen to that podcast and I, I highly recommend anybody that's listening heads over to your podcast and I'll put all that information on the intro um, and on the show card before we, sure. we put it out there that, you know, you you could really help not just a lot of patients, obviously, because of what you do for a living, but but a lot of physicians. I really I have such a, a, a soft spot for all my docs because you guys go to school and you work so hard and 
I have uh, great empathy for the amount of work that you put in and the, the loss of time you have with your families. But your your goal in life is to help people. Like you're you're there to heal others. You're not there to like line people up and fire them. You know when they're not producing. <laughs> so um, so you've been able to really. Um, I feel like get back in touch is what I've, I'm hearing because I listened, of course, to like almost everything that you have. Um, and that's what I do with my yeah, physician okay. clients today. It's just like you gotta you gotta zone into who you are. And once you get comfortable with just sharing that light with everybody, people are just. They're just going to come, and your brand is a, a great representation of who you are as a person. So kudos to you, Dos. Well, I won't keep you because I know you have like a media mafia team following you around, and uh, you have to see patients and save the world. But I would love to see you one time when I uh, go back to visit the fam in New York. I uh, I wish you the the very best of luck. I reached out. It's funny oh, because I reached that. out to that doc um, in Houston. Just I DM'd him. I haven't heard back, but because I have a, a doc in um, in Houston yeah. that like he would love. Like, I just feel like everybody should meet and collaborate, right? Like, I don't want anything. Oh, I just want cool. people to people that I feel like could help each other yeah. and and excite each other, right? To make it even better than it already is. Absolutely. I mean, that's what I do. I didn't. I mean, I moved here from New York City, and like I live in Tampa Bay now. It wasn't until I opened my first business five years ago that I like met my tribe. You know. Like my people are the people that are just pushing themselves to right. the limits yeah. with, with like a good heart, you know? So. That's it. Yeah, That's please. Right. So I'll, I'll close with one thing. If you don't mind, if you got another minute, you know, the first for the, it was the most bizarre thing. Like a couple of days ago, someone reached out to me on Instagram and they asked me, is like, you know, like, would you be willing to like promote someone on your Instagram page? And I, I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. I said, well, you know, what specifically do you mean by that? You know, she said, well, I've got this great doc with a great story who survived like brain cancer in like Southern, he's in Southern California. And I'd love for you to give him like a plug on your, on your Instagram. And you're like a lot of, and she's like a lot of Instagram accounts with a lot of followers will like charge a fee for something like that. And I literally, you know, I mean, I was, I was obviously like, uh, um, humbled by that, but I said, you know, I don't want any mm -hmm. money. I just want to spread spread good karma and positivity and good energy and share a great story. I'll do it for all that I ask is that he shares a story. About oh, it's amazing. Because I mean, how awesome is that? You know, like just spreading a story like helping that. I mean, each it's other. not about the money. It's about yeah, helping the each journey. Other. Exactly. Like I mean, that yeah, is exactly. it. And that, yeah. you know, it's so uh, funny because, um, I too, like, I will just give a tremendous amount of value. That's just how I was raised. Like my parents are immigrants from Ireland and like, that's just how you grew up. And, um, so I'll give a lot of value to people and I don't ask for anything because I really just want to help all that, the, the fortune and whatever you want to call it will come as long as you're just like good people. Right. So as I cut out again, which is um, wonderful anchor, we're not upset with you. We just can't believe you've given us this platform. <laughs> um, I thank you so much for joining us today and I'll be in touch with you very soon. All right, Sharon, take Thank care. Thank you. Great chat. Kiss New York for me. Okay. You too. Have a great day. Bye. I will. Have a great day.